Today is August 9th, and the Yankees have played their one and only series at the Trop. They lose three. They win one. It's not fun. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk Yanks. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Talking Yanks. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. Behind the plate, we got producer BBD. We're coming to you live. From the Roosevelt Studios here in the Bronx. That's R-S-B-L-T-S dot com slash John Boy. The Yankees just lost. They got walked off on. Tough break. We were live in the office hanging out. Uh, the pregame show straight to live coverage. So mood isn't as happy as it usually is. Uh, energy isn't all the way up, but we'll, we'll persevere. We'll get through it. There's a lot of conversations to have. There's a lot of things to talk about. First and most important, Jake, how are you doing? James, I'm doing all right. Don't speak for me on the energy, Big Daddy. I'm bringing that noise. And, yeah, I mean, it ends up being a tougher week for Yankee fans, and that's uh, the life we've been spoiled to. I think, you know, we lose three out of four to the Rays. I think on the week, what is it, five out of seven? Something yeah. like that. So, obviously, it's bad times, and it's not what you want. But, you know, we also got off to an eight and one start. So, a leveling off was coming. And that's kind of how it works in baseball. And, yeah, a couple of these games we could have had. Uh, even going back to the Philly series, you know, <laughs> I, I think it was, what was it, game game three of this series that ends with uh, an Aaron Judge deep fly ball that everyone's getting perked up about. So uh, it was good to see the fight. There are some wins to take away from this series. There's a lot of heavy conversation. And, yeah, I mean, if, if you, if you want to be not excited, you can. I mean, the Yanks lost, and we like when they win. But... Yeah. Um, you know, we go back home, we leave the trop. Um, I think we've got more reinforcements coming soon. Tough injury mid series, and it's uh it's a lot to talk about, James. Yeah, the stand injury, Higgy injury, people getting called up, people not getting called up. There's a lot going on. I don't know where we fit it all within the burns and the awards. I haven't really thought out my awards yet, so I gotta figure that out as we go here live. But yeah, I mean there's a lot going on. If you go on any online forum you want, mm. be it Reddit, Twitter, Facebook, if you're crazy enough to go on Facebook and read opinions about the Yankees on there, Instagram, it's full-on panic mode in Yankees fans' tweets. And I feel, I feel weird doing a show called Talking Yanks. Sure. And doing content every game. Sure. And seeing people living and dying with every game like I usually do. Right. And I just can't. Yeah. I don't. Every game is just meh. As soon as they announce that the top two teams make the playoffs, I, I really am having, I'm struggling getting my heart broken when they lose. I just kind of go, uh, okay, well, Tanaka looked great. Paxton looked great. That's going to help us in the playoffs. Mm. I'm just, I'm more so watching these games by, uh, What's going to be our playoff rotation for one, two, three? What's going to who's going to be healthy by the playoffs? And like right now, none of this really matters till then. So I keep telling you, like, I need to get to 
four weeks ahead from now. Yeah. So I can start. Like, I almost wish they did a two-week season if the playoffs is all that matters. Because just get me to the playoffs. We're going to be there. The Yankees are going to be there. They're going to be a three-game series. Now, if the, if a one-game wild card was on the line, right. I may be going very scared, very panic-stricken sure. right now. I can't do it. The Yanks are going to get a three-game set. I need to be able to scope out what that looks like. Everything before that is kind of just like, eh, whatever to me. Yeah, my only counter to that is, I mean, you know, we're, yes, we're pretty big Yankee fans, and I, uh, you know, they they will be in the playoffs, but I think, you know, we would have been saying that before the year, too. Like, you know, things would have had to go horribly awry in Yankee land for them to not make the playoffs. I know the well, one-game one playoffs game set is, is Like, one-game set is, like, that's the biggest scary thing going. Sure, but going into this year, I don't think you thought the Rays had a serious chance of catching the Yanks anyways. I said nonstop. I was scared of them. In the playoffs? I was, no, I was scared of them winning the division in the 60-game series. Okay. I said that In a 60-game season. 60-game season. Right, right, right. I yes. was going back to before the season. I was going back to 162. 162 wasn't scared of the Rays right. and the division. So, I mean, you normally enjoy a 162 season, so enjoy this, Big Daddy. And I mean, I'm I not think- disenjoying it. I'm just, I feel bad that people are so worried and I just can't get myself to that place. Or I can't, I'm not affected by losses. Yeah, I, and I think you should be a little more because I'll say this. I, seating is going to matter. We don't know what it looks like yet. Sure, but you could say that with any baseball season early in the season, although we did hit the quarter waypoint. And man, I'm, the matchups can be very different. Um, you know, if let's say the Yankees are the one seed, the eight seeds right now are looking like teams like the Angels or Toronto, which, let's be honest, they don't scare us. Even in a three game set, they don't no. scare us. If we, let's say the Rays were to pass us and they were to get the one hole and then we drop to the four hole, that five hole team is looking like Cleveland, the White Sox. Yeah. I mean, these, you know, the Cleveland Indians are scary. We've been talking about it on Talking Baseball a lot. So, I mean, I, I think you just, how I would try to compartmentalize it is it's it's a shortened season where every game is impactful. Yes, teams are going to be led into the playoffs and playing three-game sets, but the caliber of team you're going to be playing is drastic. Yeah, but you got to win. If you if you don't get the Indians in the three-game set, you might get them in the next one. you got to win series either way. And I'm just more interested to see what the Yankees' top three pitchers will be like. It's almost like, get me to that point when I can start thinking about the playoff roster. Uh, they, they they lose five of the last seven. They're still in first place. They have two off days. They play two against the Braves and the Red Sox again, who suck. They're going to go on. If, if you don't think they're going to go on another eight and one streak at some point or a uh, six and two streak at some point, like if you're in that much concern level, you're kind of being an alarmist for no reason. Absolutely. If like, if, if you're a, if you're any time in baseball, a sky is falling person. I mean, that's that's just tough. That's not yeah. the sport. Um, I think the thing that sucks more is that it gives the Rays momentum. I was saying this in the pregame show. Um, you know, the Rays got out to a slow start this year. They are on cloud nine. They the Snell quote comes out before the series. They take three out of four at home. They're feeling pretty good. They're hoping this is what sparks their season. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, you, you have a losing week. You lose one of your best players. It's it's not a good time. Yeah, obviously, I'm, I'm, the Paxton and Tanaka pitching well are much bigger wins for me than the losses on the record. I'm just trying – like, I feel bad making my post-game recap videos because people want me to be, like, right. hurt, and I'm not. I just – Everyone's making the playoffs. Well, it's a tournament, not a season this year. <laughs> if the bad Yankees baseball continues, maybe you'll feel it, but I will not be rooting for that. Yeah. 
Let's burn. Let's get in the burns. We got four games to burn. Another four another games. doubleheader. I could I root for no more doubleheaders. And yeah. if you're gonna do another doubleheader, let's do them just one and not two in the same week. Yeah, one in a week would be fine. And it, you know the bullpens weren't out by the end. These are all bigger conversations. And you know two off days this week is gonna feel bizarre after what we just went through. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. All right, let's go. Game number one. I barely remember this one. On your mark, get set. Burn. First four at the Trop between the two best teams in the AL East. A Tanaka Tuesday on a Friday as Massa returns to the bump versus Snellagram. Aaron Judge's smile partner, Blake, for the Rays. Bottom one, the Yandy man can. Yandy Diaz single. Jim, why would I mention that? Because that would be the only hit for either side through the first four. Tanaka was nasty. Passing. Five innings pitch, one hit, five Ks. Snell and the Rays' pen were just as good. Like describing the number eight, their zeros in the eighth on the scoreboard. Otto walk, walk, wild pitch. Perez sack flying just like that. It's ball game. Sticks did not have it today. Rays' pitching looked good. Yanks lose one nothing. Four hits in the whole game. Four hits, two for each side. Right. Offense looked horrible. But they threw a lot of their best arms. Yeah. Snell, Kittredge, Castillo, Anderson, Chasro. Yeah. Those are good arms over there. Uh, Tanaka and Sessa both combined for seven innings pitch, two hits. That was yeah. awesome. Like, you know that Tanaka does good against the Rays, but to see it again and to go that good is a really, really good sign. Never flinch. Zero walks. <laughs> Zero. He's looked 40, good. 44 strikes out of 59 pitches. Like, just no shame in his game. Just throwing it up there. Hitting 94. TD in the chat just mentioned that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Tanaka looked good. We're still obviously stretching him out. 59 pitches for him and Snell, funny enough. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Tank just dominant. 59 pitches through five innings. This is what we've become accustomed to seeing when Tank goes against the Rays. Yep. And then the Yankees' bats are just completely dead. DJ calls him out after the game, says it was unacceptable. Yeah. I was watching that post game live with DJ, and I was expecting him to tow the company line. No, sure. nothing to worry about. Like, give a boonie quote. We're nothing to worry about. You have bad days. And he was like, no, uh, you don't. Because the question by Meredith was, do you expect to have these kind of games once in a while in the season? And he was like, no, I think yeah. it's unacceptable. We're too good to be doing that. So I like that quote by DJ. Hard to blame anyone for the loss when the any pitcher or defense for the loss when the offense has two hits and zero runs. Yeah, and let's let's be honest. I mean, we're we're kind of bearing what the lead was genuinely in Yankees world is the Ottavino pitch to Gary. It's supposed to be an outside slider, and Ottavino yanks it. So picture one of the best sliders in the game, an outside slider from Ottavino that's supposed to be in the other hitter's batter's box. Ottavino yanks, it ends up in the other's batter's box, gets by Gary. Everyone's mad at Gary because that's a knee-jerk reaction of a lot of Yankee fans. It's a wild pitch from Otto, and then it sets up a sack fly, and that's the only run. So, I mean, the the inning the hey. inning where the only run was scored, there were no hits. <laughs> and so that's a frustrating feeling. And the walks. And walks are uh, a continuing yeah. thing in this series. Two and, Two walks in the game, both out of Eno and how the winning run scores. And when you look at Tanaka and you look at Paxton, you kind of like, hey, maybe if you throw strikes against this Rays team, it's pretty easy. 
Yeah, I mean, as long as you're not against, you know, the there's one or two guys. It's Meadow, and then depending your lefty-righty matchup, <laughs> there's one other guy that day that kind of scares you. Uh, and, yeah, when, when they attacked the Yankees, I mean, they looked pretty good, except the end of Paxton Sart, which we'll get to in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I think the other storyline was Talkman was getting rolling starts in this game. He was up to, like, five straight or something like that. Um, and, yeah, I mean, tough. <laughs> I mean, looking at the box score, geez. The hits were Talkman and DJ, who were 9-1. and one. So how about when 2 through 8 goes hitless? It's tough. Tough. Tough, tough way to win baseball to win. games. Sessa, though. Sessa returns. He looks uh, solid. Luis Sessa he gives up one double, but he's got two strikeouts. He he gets through. Sessa's back. He's uh, you know, if you're watching the Yankees fight through these, you know, jam-packed weeks, Sessa becomes a very important piece. You know, three point one innings, zero earned runs. If you're doing what was it, six games in four days, something like that. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing stretches like that, I mean, Luis Sessa's a guy that can give you. A, 40 bullets in two of those games, which becomes giantly important. Yeah, so. crazy. Giantly important. Cool giantly Jake. All right, next really up, cool we phrase. got the doubleheader. Two more seven-inning games. Jake, let's go to game number one of the doubleheader, two of the series. On your mark, get set. Burn! We're playing two, and we've got two of the best baseball arms. Garrett Cole versus Tyler, the creator, Glass now. But the Yanks would hit him with an earthquake in the third. Like a Jewish wedding ceremony, Ford smashes Glass now. 437 feet to center, 2 nothing Yanks. Geodude uses smash. It's highly effective. Two RBI double. Giancarlo, let the rhythm take you over, Giancarlo. 5 nothing Yanks. A tough ending to Cole's day as he gets one out away from finishing the fifth. Jose Martinez clips him. It's 5-3 Yanks. But the judge orders this one to be over. Two-run blast. Urshela with the assurance sack fly. Cole to the goose to Otto. Yanks win 8-4 final. This is uh, it's a win. It's a win. They won the game. Eight runs got put up in seven innings. 11 hits, so that's all... Good and well. Hard facts. It was upsetting that they had to use Chad and Otto in game one of the doubleheader. Uh, you'd like that not to happen. Yeah. Cole runs out of gas when he gets towards 100 pitches. A lot of people will tell you and me that, well, he gets the win. He finishes if Gary just catches that changeup that he got crossed up on, which I don't think was going to be called a strike to begin with. And yeah. It was a cross-up, which is happening a lot. Happened with Britain as well, so I'm not sure where it is. Right. It's definitely someone's at fault for that. Probably both of them. Maybe just Gary. Maybe the pitcher. We have no idea. And this is what I always say, and I've been saying for years. Cole still gave up a double and a home run. He still yeah. threw the ball, and those things happened. Yeah. Uh, so he is not blameless there. And it's a little upsetting because twice now we've seen goal Cole – he says he feels good, but just kind of run out of steam when he gets to 100 pitches and get hit hard. Yeah. So it sucks that we have to go to Chad, who pitched well, and then Otto. You would have liked you would have liked Cole to go deeper, but he just couldn't get quick outs. They're fouling balls off. They're taking pitches and all that, but, uh, you know, the offense does well. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, we do forget sometimes that Garrett Cole is human. Uh, and, you know, third time through the lineup. 
getting up to 100 pitch, probably still not fully built up where Garrett Cole would like to be. I mean, we're in this abbreviated season. And, again, these ra- this Rays team doesn't scare you lineup-wise a lot. Like I said, it's Austin Meadows and then the other side of the platoon. This side, the other side of the platoon, G-Man Choi, who, you know, I, I think around baseball he's kind of become – he's got the big smile. He's a little, little pudgy. People like him. He's got really good numbers against Garrett Cole. Yeah. So his third time through the lineup, he hits the double – and then it's kind of that game of chicken where you really – I get it. Don't get me wrong. I am a big traditionalist in this model. I love getting that starter, that final out. and make, You know, we do the conversation on here so many times. It just – the box score, 4.2 one earned run looks so much looks so much worse than five one earned runs. Uh-huh. And the unfortunate part is 4.2 three earned runs looks bad. So it, it was a really sucky ending to Cole's day. Again, the Yanks were in control of this one. And, Jim, I mean, we talk about, uh, you know, we gave we gave the Yankees credit on the doubleheader versus the Phillies when they made them dig deeper into their bullpen because that eliminated them for the second game. And I guess the Rays get a little credit there too. I mean, they still hit the ball off Garrett Cole. So a, a little bit of credit to the Rays. Yanks have to use their good bullpen. Uh, Aaron Judge with another mammoth home run And yeah, I mean, the only part that sucks If you're interactive on Yankees Twitter, Instagram, whatever And that's, you know, where we live Because that's how uh, a big way that we kind of built this And we get into it with people It just sucked that the story after the win You know, Garrett Cole versus Tyler Glass now Who the Yankees handled easily The conversation is about Garrett Cole not being able to finish it The conversation... Is more Gary crap. It's you know, and that's it. Just drain it drains us to be honest. He looks bad. I mean, and the, the at bats are looking bad again. So like, I, it's just a different level. Whatever. Um, and people, if you saw this and you're sitting at home brewing, I mean, it was a very clear cross up. You just don't traditionally see a lot of cross ups on a fastball and a changeup. Normally, it's fastball curveball. Yeah. Because that's totally different reactions. Gary Sanchez got fooled by a Gary Cole changeup because he didn't know it was coming. <laughs> he yeah. was expecting a fastball. Um, so, I mean, the people that were just eating that up, that sucked. Uh, <laughs> Yankees win a nice game 8-4, to four, and it almost didn't feel that way. Every, yeah, they won in the fan base, at least on the, that, you know, that reaches out to us on social media was still, like, so pissed off. Having a bad time, yeah. Yeah, it's a tough time. But ugh, whatever. The bats come alive. That Ford home run was awesome. Um, yeah, that was yeah, that was powerful. Stanton and Judge both homered in this game. And now let's go. <laughs> that feels weeks ago. <laughs> now, now let's go to game two of the doubleheader, which is, okay, let's go to game two. On your mark. Game three, game two of the day. Get set. Burn! Welcome to the King's Court as Mike gets the pill versus Ryan Thompson. Sure, didn't even make a joke about you. A.K.A. bullpen day from Tampa. Bottom one, bases hucked walk is royally bad by the King. Speaking of Kings, Louis V RBI single. They call Austin Meadows the chiropractor as he opens things up with a back-breaking two RBI single. Rays would add two more to make it five to one. Kinger was actually solid for a little bit of this game, but it ends up looking not so great. Would the Yankees have a rally in their bones? Michael K, friend. The Machine, two RBI single to bring the tying run 
Aaron Judge versus Nick Anderson does not get much better than that. Unfortunately, Mr. Anderson gets Neo today as Judge just misses a game-winning, game-tying home run. Yankees lose 5-3. Doubleheader day. Doubleheader day. You had to use some good arms. You don't have Canely. You don't have Chapman. What if I told you the Yankees started Mike King in his first ever start? Mm. Then they went to Luis Avalon. Yeah. Then they went to Albert Abreu making his MLB debut. Yeah. Then they went to Ben Heller making his season debut and come back. What if I told you that? Would you allow yourself to get incredibly frustrated if the Yankees lose that game? I mean, yes, but just because we're a Ben Heller pod. Yeah. So I'd assume he's coming in for the save. So I'm a little biased there. Like, who matters? Out of this game. <laughs> so that's what I'm trying to say. Like, like someone yeah. in the chat said, Jimmy, you should be worried. Why would I be worried that right. Mike King, Luis Avalon, Albert Abreu, and Ben Heller gave up runs right. and they had to pitch because we're doing five games in four days or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. And, like, I understand they have to pitch because we just don't have enough arms. Why would I be worried about these four guys costing us a game? The, the offense got three runs, eight hits. Now, the offense didn't do great. And there were some bad breaks and bad at-bats. But come on. Like, this is a, just a throwaway game. Right. You cannot let a game, Mike King, Luis Avalon, Albert Abreu, Ben Heller, that has no bearing on how the Yankees do in the postseason. 0.00 bearing on how the Yankees do in a postseason. So I'm... I'm getting so frustrated with this. I, I agree with you player-wise. Again, I still think standings could matter. So, I, I, you know, if the Yankees were to come one game short of something, of the one seed or the two seed, you know, I, I do think that matters to a degree. I think a couple things here. You say, why should we care about these players? I think another effect of this was <laughs> there's a player who still hasn't been called up <laughs> that people are mad that didn't get I'm called up. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's, a, there. little, there's said- a little effect on that. Um, also, this just turned into the ugly walk game again. King ended up with five, Avalon with two, Abreu with two. Uh, there was one boon decision that I think people could get mad at about this when they brought in Avalon. Uh, the hitter before that was Kiermaier, yeah. and they wouldn't have pinch hit for Kiermaier because they love Kiermaier when he's in. So then you would have had lefty on lefty versus Avalon, and if you were willing to bring him in for the next batter, bring him in for lefty. why not go there? So And Michael know, King lost the zone, and, and Carapuzzi, the pitcher, the, the umpire, definitely yeah. changed <laughs> his zone after Kratz and the pitcher took off, and a 37-year-old yeah. veteran Kratz should probably not do that. Um, yeah. Probably not take off on the ump before he makes his call. You know he's going to get pitched. You know that these umps are human and petty. So just don't do it. Do you call Kratz 37? How old is he? I think he's 40. He's 37, nice 37 in 2017, so I just think of him as 37. It's <laughs> there. Frozen in time. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I just don't, I don't care. I get what you're saying. And then, I mean, you know, as Yankee fans... You get it. I mean, Aaron Judge comes to the plate to tie up a game. Um, that's always going to get you excited, and that was a really fun at bat. A really fun at bat. Yeah, it's it's tough. You know, when you do look at that pitching box score, you know, you wonder come playoff time, who of those guys are going to get the pill? Avalon, maybe, maybe Avalon to get one out in an inning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then fake an injury and come out if he doesn't. But yeah, it's uh, it's tough because they are in it, and that's the this. This felt like the the Phillies game from the other doubleheader. The Phillies had a giant lead, felt like the game was over, Yanks not playing their best ball, and yet in the final inning, 
you know, they're essentially a swing away from getting it or a call away, which I guess there's another annoying parallel. Okay, it's starting to add up to me why Yankee fans were a little more perturbed this weekend. Clark Schmidt stuff. I mean, the umps in this game, too. I would have called up Schmidt. I've said that before yeah, the podcast. We're, we're both on that. Um, Boone and Tims get ejected from this one. Nevin was hot in the first game. Was that the first game of this series, or was that the last game of the other series? Nevin's got ejected at last last the series, series, the last game in the Philly series. So, Yanks were running hot on the ump. So I okay, I I'm starting to see it a little more. And yeah, I think there's, you know, it's just the slightest twist of the knife a little more when it's like, hey, we are in this game, and then you're not. They've been in a lot of them, which yeah. is good. Um, you know, it's just Kratz was catching, and you have four pitchers, and three of them made their, yeah, debut in a sense. It's true. So. The biggest news is Stan. Do you want to do that Did now? Did the ball go off Geo in this game, too? Was that this one? I think so, right? Yeah. It's one of the, I think it was the Kevin Smith RBI single. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to do Stan news? Because the biggest blow from the doubleheader day is that Stan's out. Yeah. So Stan gets pinch hit for by Mike Ford, which mm-hmm. <laughs> rings the bell in, in the Yankees community. And, uh, you know, we talked about it on the pregame show. We. They ran Stanton out there back-to-back games, which we were surprised about. Um, but we also liked, and we kind of thought that was a good sign. <laughs> Stanton must be feeling good. They show a clip of him running the bases, slides into second. Looks like his knee gets just caught up a little bit. He checks it. There's a single to center to right later on that inning, and he uh, very much trots to third base. And uh, Was that when it him. happened? I thought they said it was some other time, right? I thought it happened on like advancing the second that on the slide pitch. play, yeah, yeah. The slide play, um, and it ends up being his hammy uh, tightened up. They're calling it a strain, which I I think is less severe than a pull. Oh, it's bad. Um, Anytime Boone says, "Yeah, we're getting MRIs, but this is an IL stint." IL stint. Yeah, like you know, if if it was slight, we'll see. Might be day to day. They immediately said IL. So well, I, I think, think you have to picture everything going on. It's a hammy and it's Stan. He's going to the aisle no matter what. I mean, look at the kitty gloves they were using him with. So I, I think strain they're actually using as a less significant than a pull. Um, I, I think they were trying to drive that point home. Um, I, either way, it's Stan. I mean, it's, you know, it's hindsight's twenty twenty, and we were getting excited about playing Stan more. But it, it is funny to look back at. I mean, he had that stolen base in Philly. Against Philly, I believe And then uh, he had another just base running He was moving good But he still wasn't Giancarlo Stanton Like, Giancarlo Stanton is kind of a He's an, a top-tier athlete That, you know, not known for his speed But, you know, all of you were yelling for him To play left field at Yankee Stadium So Yeah, we had people in the voicemail up Saying he was running well I didn't, I was like, when? Yeah. He stole that one base Other than that, he's going he's going base by base and Yeah, uh, so, I don't know I mean, that. Uh, I think that essentially rules him out of the outfield for the rest of the year Yes um, If he comes back From this He'll be DH only And Which he will I don't I don't think it's uh, Willie I think you're allowed to say that Okay I disagree But I'll allow it I mean this is What he went down with last year Was it a strain? I don't know Soft soft tissue soft injury tissue. that may lead to this and may lead to that and may lead to yeah. this. Hopefully none of the pitchers hit him in the knee yeah. while he's rehabbing. Um, that was pretty weird. 
It's a little bit of uh, deja vu. It's oh yeah. It's a little bit of how can a guy whose body looks like that yeah. be so injured? Like, what's the point of him being like a Greek god of Marvel muscle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, if Forty's healthy and hitting bombs and stand, what's the point? It seems yeah. like a slap in the face from God. Yeah, it's uh, it's brutal. I mean, there's a uh, like like you're touching on right now. If you do some zoom out stuff and. Stanton's contract and everything It's scary um, I I very much do expect to see him back This year um, I expect it but anyone that's like Don't count on it They have a right to say that right now A little bit I mean the, the injury history is there And especially with the Yankees of recently So I get it um, I don't know it, Interested to see And hey if any if you were any of the people out there Wondering why they're Trying to take it so slow with these guys, or why Judge took an off? They gave Judge an off day after the first doubleheader. Yeah, you're looking at it's it. It's not a six because when this, stretch. when this happens, yeah. now now it can leave us to the debate: Will we see Giancarlo Stanton this year? Which is yeah. the problem. And you saw Gary go base by base, and you saw Judge have off days and go base by base. And I'm telling you, man, like they're gonna get a three game set in the playoffs. Now standings do matter, and you much rather have. Uh, much rather have first place so you can play the eight seed or so you can play the seven or six seed. It is not worth running these guys through the gambit after a weird off off season, after a weird summer camp. Take it as light as possible. The Yanks will be in the postseason. It's almost going to be handed to them that they get a three-game set. So all that matters. The next seven weeks or whatever the hell it is, all that matters. Line up your three pitchers. Make sure your bats are healthy as they can be. They're going to do everything they can. They're not going to kill themselves day in, day out. You see them, like even Geo. you saw him go base-to-base sure. base once this year. It's a clear memo that's been sent. Don't kill yourself. Yeah, and I mean, you know, obviously not a ton of speed guys on the team anyways that, that make their bread that way. You'll see Gardy go. You'll see Waiters go when he's out there. Uh, even Hicksie actually had some decent base running today, so it looks like he's feeling a little better. But, yeah, everyone else is, you know, un- unless the game is online, they're going to take it pretty easy. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd say the only way that Jakey positive spin on that is that the the depth is good and, you know, the – the off days would have been coming in 162 anyway, so don't let the off days bother you. Um, you know, it's it's a lot better when we have the big guys healthy. A lot better. Now, do you want to do the other thing that, um, you know, it was trending on Twitter, hashtag call trending. up Clint. Call up Clint. Because they bring Tyro up instead of Clint. You have an award let's, that um, this is off of? Let's just do the fourth game. Okay. And, and then we'll address the whole situation. Cool. Game number four. On your mark. Get set. Burn, Jakey Burn. Oh, don't you know the big Maple Leaf James Paxton searching for anything out there today versus the only man saltier than Yankees fans this weekend, Charlie Morton. Top one. Talk about Ford Duff. Hit by pitch RBI for Mike. Yanks are up 1-0 early. More importantly, Paxton found his mojo. He goes 6.1, 11 Ks, challenging people with his fastball, champ. But when you have that much maple syrup, it can leave you feeling pretty bad. Boy, do I know. And oh no. Two-run homer for Brusso. He stays in for low, and that's how we all feel. Paxton's day smeared. 
by back-to-back homers at the end of this one. Still a great performance by him. Yanks score their other two runs on a Margot error. Britain looks a little rusty, gives up some action. Perez and the Rays walk it up. 3-4 loss, and Yanks lose 3 out of 4. Frustrating game because Paxson pitching as well as he did yeah. should have had us all feeling fantastic. Yeah. I'm and, still happy it about did. it. Still happy about it. I don't. I didn't hear Boone's reasoning for why he left him in there. I'm slacking it to you now. Okay. Slacking to you now. Because it is Boone's first biggest flub of the season, in my opinion. Yeah, and it's, you know... Uh, Again, I think any of us would have left Garrett Cole to try to get that last out, but especially with that happening this series, it feels like a little extra. Uh, and I believe Paxton's season high of pitches this year was 61. You know, you and I did the pregame show this year, and I think you said this is your least confident game of the season. I think you gave a 0.0% chance of winning. Yeah, I, uh, I hammered the zero comments on Paxton. Yeah, and uh, he, he comes out and he shoves. And, yeah, I mean, I think we we here, we were watching it at the John Boy Media HQ. We were wondering if he was going to come out for the fifth. We were wondering if he was going to come out for the sixth. And then he comes out for the seventh. And, yeah, man, you get it. I mean, he was rolling. He looked really good. It looks like he had a streak of, let's see, one, two, three... Oh, God, I already lost the math on that one. I don't know. He got, like, 11 in a row out at that point going into the seventh. So, I mean, you kind of get it, and the Yankees' bullpen is more depleted than you think. You know, we're missing Chapman. We're missing Canely. Guys pitched multiple days that were ruled out. Chad most likely out. Otto definitely out for this game. So when you start thinking about who was available in the bullpen today, I think they were trying to get a little extra, and... uh yeah, it's just it's funny how baseball can turn from uh let's hope this guy can give us three to get to Johnny Lasagna to yeah let him go get the seventh. Yeah. Here's a uh, Booney on it. In the '80s, you had Holder warming up. Do you second guess sticking with Paxton in that situation? Well, I mean, I think you always do that a little bit. Um, felt like '85 or '90 with Pax today was was where we were comfortable going. Um, and then after he got the pop up of Renfro um, for the first out after the double. You know, he, I, I have to look it back, but it looked like he made a decent pitch that Brasso got the head to for the two run homer. Um, you know, and then I wanted him to face Lau then at that point, the lefty on lefty, I felt like for his last hitter, and Lau got him. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's, you're, you're always going to do that. Uh, when you when you got somebody going there, but um, also felt like he was sound to go to go get it. I I just I mean I understand everything you're saying. Fine, whatever. Right. I still disagree with it and think it's all nonsense. And the way I would think about that decision is completely different. I'd just take Paxton off the mound with the lead Feeling in good. store. So say Holder comes in and Lau hits the one run home run off of Holder, Paxton at least can say, I handed a lead to the bullpen. I needed that. I feel great. Instead, you see him screaming at himself, yelling at himself. The shoulders go slouchy. He's beating up stuff in the dugout. The Rays are talking smack to him, and his feeling in the clubhouse after just not there. And I know a lot of the analytics people poo-poo the mental side of the game and the headspace, but I'll tell you what, every team employs a mental coach because the headspace part of baseball is so important. 
And Paxton's a guy that I think needed to walk off the mound, handing a lead to the bullpen. So I would have I would have managed that on emotions more than strategy in play. Yeah. And if Holder gives up the one run homer to Lau, then so be it. And we'll deal with that then. But yeah, I just think I just hope Paxton's happy with his outing uh, because that was amazing. And the way he did it is so crazy. Maybe we have more on that later. Yeah, and that's uh, so a couple things digging in. Um, he went 0-2 to Brousseau. Um, fastball looking, fastball, foul ball, fastball, home run. So, you know, you look back at even something like that and you're like, ah, fastball in the zone, 0-2. You know, that's that's a complaint we've said too many times already this year. So don't like that. Um, you know, kinda get it. He uh he was rolling and like I was said this while it was happening, because as I said, his high in a game this year was sixty one. I'm sure he threw more more bullets off of that to help build up his arm strength. That's why they were allowing him to go. And yeah, I, I think I'm in lockstep with you and I think this is the majority of Yankee fans. You know, you give them if you're going to give him the double to Martinez, you know, you either you either go into that inning say first base runner you're done. You know, that's kind of the old school way of managing. So even if that's out, um, you know, when you give up that two-run homer, you got the lead and that's, you know, uh the one thing I want to look into Brandon Brandon like, Lau. Even like pick him up like, "Hey, we got you. Don't yeah. worry about that." Brandon Lau, yeah, I mean, you still when you get the ball from him, you still say, "Hey, that was a great fucking day." And man. Boone, you could see Boone do that. He like pat him on the chest, oh, yeah. stopped him, and all that. But it's it's just a totally different emotion. You're right. And Lau was a lot worse versus lefties last year. Something again, the fickle sport of baseball. Lau has actually crushed lefties so far this year. So, um, you know, there's a lot of numbers and a lot of thoughts that go into it. Um, I think this is Lau's third homer on all off lefties this year. So. That's tough. Um, stings a little bit more, especially Holder. My guy comes in and he's he's been doing a great job this year. So, yeah, it's uh, it sucks. And again, you start you know you start coping mechanism a little bit. The Yankees should have had two two less runs. Manny Margot had a had a ball in his glove in deep center field uh, that pops out. Yankees score two runs. So. The, the Paxton thing is a win. It doesn't feel nearly as much as a win as it should right now. And, uh, yeah, Britain, you know, keep Zach Britton regular, the John Boy special. He hasn't been. We actually had a good conversation about that. I don't know if that's an award conversation, but Yankees clearly burned out Britain. Britain said in the postseason last year, last yeah. year I can, we can't do that. Yeah. You need starters. So it's a balance of, okay, you, Britain needs to be kept regular for him to pitch well. Yeah. But should we just wait on that till we're two weeks into the postseason so we can keep him regular going into the postseason and not gas him out by pitching him regularly throughout this whole 10-week stretch? Kind of goes to my entire brain. How much does this first shit matter compared to the two weeks before the playoffs? Because the Yankees will be there. It's, it's uh, you know, if you use Britain regularly for 10 weeks, is he gassed out for the playoffs? I think it's... uh. We've got two things in play here. We've got stealing outs and stealing rest. Yeah. And I think the Yankees, seeing the two off days coming up and knowing they hadn't used Britain, um, again, they they end up using him in the ninth, and it kind of was the first time he should have come in the series. So at the same time, is what it is a little bit. But, man, it's uh, it's tough. You would have liked to have that game, especially, you know, any any game you're up 3-0 going into bottom seven. 
you're going to want that win. It gets away from them. Um, tough. Tough. Not ideal. Nope. Let's go and move on to. Well, do we want to do the Clint stuff? Oh. I don't think it comes up in awards. No. So, I mean, Clint, Clint or Andujar right. will probably get called up on Tuesday. Yes. After the off day. Yeah, let's check the boxes. Tyro gets put on the roster because he was on and present at the taxi squad. He was in Tampa Bay. They have taxi squads this year. He was with the team. He was active for game one of the doubleheader, if I remember correctly. Yes. And And then deactivated for game two. They activated him. They sent (laughs) Tropiano down. This was so confusing, and I think we figured it out. They activated Tyro for the doubleheader, and he wasn't the 26th man. That was Albert Abreu. They dropped... Tropiano, yeah, to activate Tyro for the doubleheader. I think, in case Glaber had an O for four yeah. day and looked horrible, they were not going to run Glaber out for the second half and yeah. say, "Go get him again, Glaber." At the trap. At the yeah. trap. But Glaber had a great first half. He gets a nap. He gets a hit. Yeah. He gets a walk. And they're thinking, you know what? Instead of sitting him now, let's roll this so Glaber can keep going. Tyro, thanks for showing up. You're actually not going to get the start in game two, and they send him off. Yeah, in the middle. Yeah. Before game two, Tyro was off the roster again. Yeah. And then and then Stan gets hurt at the end of game two, so they put Tyro back on for game the next game the next day, and it was just circumstance and happenstance uh, because Tyro was in Tampa. You're not going to put Clint on and have him fly from Scranton to Tampa to sit on the bench yeah. when you can easily have Tyro just sit on the bench. The interesting part, and BBD brought this to our attention, Andujar was in Tampa. With the taxi squad. Yeah. So they could have activated Andujar instead of Tyro. But if Andujar stays down on the satellite section, whatever it's called, for 13 days, BBD? I believe it's 13 total days, and we're already like four days in. We're already four or five days in. Yeah, eight or or so. So there's eight more days for Andujar to stay down, and you get an extra year of service time, which is incredibly valuable, and they mess with that stuff all the time. I would expect Clint to get called up on Tuesday. Tyro goes back down, and they keep Andujar down there so he can accrue another year of service time. I do not expect Clint to get regular at-bats and start every day because you have Ford, who I think they like over – well, we know that. They like over Clint right now, and he's hit a home run, and he's looking well and good. They also – while the DH is open and Stanton's gone, may really want to use it as the rotating rest guy, rest for Judge, for Hicks, for Glaber, yeah, for anyone. So and and Clint, if he does come up, he'll get at bats. But the I mean, call up Clint was trending, yeah, and all you had to do was like you know check one beat reporter's feed or somewhere, and you can figure out why Tyro got the call over Clint. If they keep Tyro, Jake, right, and don't call up Clint or Andujar, then that's messed up. Yeah, and I don't think they will. Me the, neither. The, the Yankees beat reporters in Boone's interview before the game said it was pretty apparent that Booney was hinting that the Tyro. He was like, we'll take Monday and readdress the roster. Yeah, and, it, stuff like it, that. It, and it, it all signs would point to Clint again with the Anuhar stuff. If if you're not as locked into baseball, all of what Jimmy just said is code for, we get Anduhar for another year when he's in his prime. Um, it also, they, also if, ups his trade value if, if they wanted to trade If they him. hold like him just, back for eight days, a little over a week, they could get you know whatever you think Miguel Anduhar can become. 
for an extra full year. So uh, that's what that is. And yeah, man, I, you know, you know, people think we are Clint haters. Clint deserves to get the call, and we think he will. We think he'll be on the roster by Tuesday. He should get the call. Yeah, for sure. And he should get some starts at DH. And I so. Here's what gets a little tricky. It's two games versus the Braves next week. This is jumping ahead a little bit, but it's it's part of the story. Yankees have an off day Monday, off day Thursday, and then three with four with the Red Sox that goes into Monday. Keep forgetting that. Um, I think what you will see is you'll probably see Clint get a pinch hit at bat, you know, for maybe Guardy or Ford if they have a lefty coming up, something like that. Um, and then he probably gets one start. During the weekend series It's tough because you're surrounded by rest days This Yankee team that was looking for rest Although who knows, the Yankees do love a good double rest And this could be a time to steal rest Like we've been saying So I would expect him to get one or two start In the coming week or something like that And again, that's baseball's a brutal sport <laughs> Like I, you know it, Clint, Clint, we've seen Clint get hot And maybe he does and that would be awesome We root for Clint We root for people in pinstripes it's also a brutal small sample, so we're not going to be killing him if he comes up and he has one game and doesn't get a hit. Like That's not how baseball works. So we do think he should be on the roster. We do think he should be coming up. Uh, we'll, see, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, they might, they might say screw, and, screw the service time and, and bring Andujar up. I'd be a little surprised, but they may. If they keep Tyro and don't bring <laughs> yeah. up Clint nor Andujar, then let's all get loud. Yeah, I'm, we are with that. We are with that. I doubt it happens because, again, we've got Tyler Wade, who we're barely using now. He's just been in the defensive replacement role. More we or got, less. we got. He uh, didn't play. He didn't start in the doubleheader, right? There's this one dude who listens to the show. Thank you for listening. That continues to tell me that we overhype Tyler Wade. Sure. And I'm like, hey, are you listening to us correctly? <laughs> How could you overhype someone when you don't want them to start, but want them to be a defensive replacement and pinch runner? I'm overhyping him. Just because you look like him. Yeah. It's eerie. Spooky. Play something spooky. spooky. Yeah, I don't know about all that. Um, yeah, tough for Wade. You show up to a doubleheader day, you're thinking... Gotta get in. Gotta get the start today, right, Skip? Uh, so, yeah, we, we will see. Um, all signs point to Clint. Um, and, hey, you know, baseball's a, a funny, funny game. Maybe he gets his chance and he starts rolling and, who knows, another injury. And this is the opportunity Clint's looking for. We'll see. Um, you know, I said it <laughs> I said it last time, and maybe it's the Jakey Jinx. I was like, Miguel Anuhar is going to be a part of this team pretty soon. Uh, service time reasons, <laughs> he might not. So uh, we'll see how it plays off. Baseball is funny how it works. And, uh, yeah, you, you know, we hate Clint. We want him on the team by Tuesday. So do we or do we just take things into focus sometimes? Uh, I hate how much of a distraction – not even him, but, like, right. every voicemail up, we get calls about him no matter what. Right. And not about, like, DJ or Judd. You know, it's just like, yeah. he's, a, he's a lightning he's rod. He's a lightning rod. But he should get called up. and and But, like, that's, like, again, like, the the hashtag call up Clint today right. is a little bit just uh, a good insight into how crazy everyone's being currently. Like, do that on Tuesday if he's not called up. It's warranted. Right. Full out. It's pretty much just a excited about him. I man, it it is funny. I had people digging in saying he was a bigger prospect than people, and it's like, why do you care? Oh, why people give you, you the prospect yeah, rankings. Yeah, they're like, you know, he was this huge prospect. He's never gotten his chance, and it's like, well, him and you look back, him and Mike Talkman got the same opportunity. You could give me a prospect ranking right now, it. and I'd grab it and crumble it up and throw right. it out of like the current prospects. Jesus Montero. 
stud prospect. Bring him back. Prospect rankings. Give him a chance. Prospect rankings is just Keith Law making a list. It's a guess. It's an educated <laughs> guess. They're kind of fun. It's an educated. It's uh, fun no, to look back. I, I, I don't find them fun. I understand why you would find them. I don't. I take zero point zero stock right. into that shit. I don't care. We'll get you one day. I, I love it when they do. Life or, I love it when team. they do like organizational prospect. Right. Like he's the tenth best prospect in the Yankees right. org. Oh, that means he's probably not that high of a prospect at all. Never know. Thirty teams. It's the beauty of this six sport. Yeah, whatever. Um, but Clint should get called up on Tuesday. If he's not, riot. Unless we'll it's Andrew. We'll help. Hell, we'll riot with you. Unless it's Andrew. Unless it's Andrew. <laughs> then it's. Well, what are you going to do then? They're both. Or, or maybe Clark Schmidt. <laughs> well, they have to call up a bench player. Right, right, right. You have to have four. You have to have four. So no, what? Call Clark up too. When's Hap supposed to pitch? Never. Two off days. So, have they announced who's pitching? Um, let's see. Boston series. Oh, Jake, yeah, that's going to bring it up. Jill in the chat said I'm a 0.0 kick today, and I am. I you are. I dropped it like three times. You are on a big 0.0 kick. Don't hate it, though. Not cocky. I'm confident. Tell me I'm the best. It's a compliment. Um, let's see. You've said that a couple times. Tuki Toussaint will be thrown in for the Braves, if cool. that helps. Game two, they don't have anyone listed. Let's reverse engineer it a little bit because I think in theory it would be Hap, but he's bad. Um, come on, come on. Tanaka? Tanaka pitched Friday. Saturday, no, Monty Sunday. Tanaka. Monty pitched the last Phillies game. Tanaka had the first Tampa Bay start. It could be Tanaka if they wanted to skip Monty. Um, they could go Tanaka call. I don't think they will, but they could. I don't think so. Saturday to Wednesday? Does that oh, it'd be four up? days rest. Yeah. Never mind. So it's Monty Tanaka. I think Monty Tanaka is the right play. Um, and then, yeah, another off day, and you'll have Garrett Cole starting off the Red Sox series. Rob Beer just followed me on Twitter, so. Pretty huge. Huge. Um, that's like your what you wanted to do in college, Rob Beer. Rob Beer. Just when they leave the trucks open, it was just like, what? Yeah. You don't care. <laughs> this would make my year. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's move on to awards. Awards today are brought to you by Jake's Butt. Hey, now, hey, now. Who goes first? I believe it's me. You get Sundays? As of now, I believe I have Sundays. Producer BBD confirmed. Ooh, Jim. There's two that jump out. One is close to your heart. One is not. I'll go James Paxson. I'll talk about my guy. I was giving it to him if you didn't. Um, we have started a phrase, or it's, it's not a new phrase, but on Talking Baseball, we've stumbled into it. Paxton dropped dick today. Ooh. I mean... So we looked at the Raider gun early. The Raider gun. The Raider gun. <laughs> Line up that Raider oh, gun, that's, son. Sorry, that's when I was still a scout in South Texas. <laughs> Paxton wasn't lining up the Raider gun today, but he sure was dropping dick on them boys. Uh, Paxton, again, 92-93, which I do think, and maybe we'll have to get the sharp stats from Katie, it looked like the fastball was slightly up from where it's been. I think that report came out mid-game. Not much. 
But from where it's been. From where it's been. From where like it's if, been. If 2019. We, if we, 2020. If the first two games didn't happen and this was it, we'd still Just be like, much oh, concern. shit. Just as much concern. But, again, I on the pregame show, I told you, let's see some progress. You know, we heard that the release point got a little better last start. I believe the mile per hour went up. Let's keep trending upwards. That's a good thing. And, by the way, he was fantastic. He was fantastic. Uh, we got a 0.0 confidence from you on the pregame show. Um, I was hoping to get three innings to get it to Johnny Lasagna and have a chance against Charlie Morton. That's baseball, Susan. He was lights out. Um, I I wonder if he was working on more arm slot stuff. I mean, nobody was on his fastball till the end of the game. Just like nobody. He was one hit till, till uh, the seventh. So he was lights out. The Ks were there, 11 Ks. It wasn't like balls were getting hit at people. He dominated this game, He w- and he was pitching in Paxton fashion, and I know that's something we had been discussing that was like, hey, if it's not working for you, rebrand. Mm-hmm. You know, locate and keep it low and away and try this. He said, screw that. I'm coming at you, and it looked beautiful today. The ending sucks, but, uh, you know, again, we started lining up the next series coming up. If James Paxson had another bad day, we'd be yelling IL, we'd be screaming for Clark Schmidt, we'd be debating who do you want to see on the mound next, Paxson or Hap, and here we are, uh, Paxson <laughs> with our best pitching performance of the season. <laughs> about that shit? I, I mean, everything that I thought and said was wrong. He shoved. He did it by throwing his lesser fastball more. <laughs> Just turned it up. And in counts when he wanted to get a strikeout, yeah. he used the fastball. Yep. So I'm not sure what happened. Yeah. Had a little more ring to it. We were watching live. He did use a little more pine tar than you usually see him gripping with the hat. So maybe uh, Cole slipped him yeah, some. just a little bit of the good stuff. Uh, I saw a couple extra jars. I got a couple extra jars from Houston. In the live, in the live chat. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, for the patrons. Uh, uh, it's Erica said that Coney kept saying his pitches had life today. I kept making that joke that he, uh, uh, you know, late life, because, of course, that's what you want to say. Jonathan Garcia saying his spin rate was up. It felt that way. I was yelling spin efficiency, jokingly, hoping it's right. Um, and, again, that's, you know, they've got technology. They've got the cameras. God, chat's hot. Thomas Risley saying 200 RPM more of spin. So good. So he pine tarred it up. A little more pine tar, a little maybe. It, I want to hear the good bullpen sesh story. Him yeah. and Matt Blake. Matt Blake. Blake and I do make Matt, Matt Blake with the radar gun. And you're a little radar gun. A little more late life. Home. Forget a radar gun. Radar gun. Pine Was he Canadian? <laughs> good job, James Paxton. Pride of the Yankees. That would have. We would have lost that. That. that yeah. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Zero point zero chance. Who's your pride? My pride do of the it. Yankees is. Come on. You ready? I think you're going the other way, but I want you to go the non-other way. I don't know what you're thinking. No clue what you're thinking. My pride of the Yankees is Masahira Tanaka. Let's go! Can I can I drop some math on you guys? But, oh, I don't know. Are you ready for some math? <laughs> I, I might call a timeout. Are you ready That's for some... That's not our strength, man. Are you ready? Are you ready for some math? I guess so, dude. Okay. In on July 24th, okay? July 24th. 2018. 2018. Tanaka, Tanaka against the Yankees. I mean, playing for the Yankees against the Rays. He pitched nine innings, shut out 
baseball, 105 pitches. That's 11.6 pitches per inning. Okay. Okay, now follow with me. On July or June 17th, 2019, yep. nine shutout innings against the Rays. He threw 111 pitches. 111 pitches. That's 12 pitches an inning to 12. get the complete game shutout. 12 TPI. In this series, Tanaka, five innings pitched, one hit, zero earned runs, 59 pitches. That's 11.8 pitches per inning. This was Tanaka's complete game shutout against the Rays. Pitch count just got in the way. Yeah. If he's midseason, yeah. if he has no pitch count, he'll get one. He's going complete game shutout in the trop like he does once every year. Right. It's a weird season. It got taken away from him. Uh, it's not his fault. It's just Giancarlo Stanton's fault for hitting him in the head with that baseball and ruining his spring. Yeah. So he's he is the pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Talk about dick dropping tour. He does that yeah. every time he sees yeah. the Tampa Bay Rays. He just calls that waking up. This was his complete game shutout. It just didn't happen. It should have, though. He was on his way to easily doing it again. He owns the Rays. And, dude, I mean, think about all the pitching woes. Yeah. If Tanaka's not there, then you're worrying about literally everyone. And people will probably be worrying about Tanaka right now, but if playoff Tanaka hasn't told you not to worry about it in a season where we're going to the postseason, you can pencil tank in as long as he's healthy. 1.76 1.76 ERA in the postseason. Um, yeah, man. It's just really good to see that. And I'm sa- that's what I'm saying. Tanaka doing that and Paxson doing that are bigger wins yeah. for me than the Yankees only winning one game this series. And you know what? He's looked good stuff, Jim. Thank you. A lot good of math. Stuff. A lot of math. Big math. I did here. well, though. You did great. Okay. You did great. Didn't listen, to be honest. Tanaka looks good. Mm-hmm. Fastball's got a little extra life, which is getting everybody excited. The other stuff looks good. He's only given up one earned run this year, no homers. Strikeout per inning. Tanaka looks good. I'm excited to see the buildup. And, Jim, I'll play this card, because why not? Say enough stuff and something might stick. How about a little extra rest for Tanaka? Tanaka's thrown a lot of innings the past few years. He's mm-hmm. had a lot of games started. He's been out there. He gets a little more extra rest this year. You know, goes home for a little extra time, leaves the country. Smart move, Tank. Mm. We kind of screwed a pooch. Yeah. How about Tanaka? A little fresher, looking good. Fastball's got some life. And, yeah, man, I, uh, whew. Get him into the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. Get him into the playoffs. Just get me there. Good stuff. Nailed it. Thank you. Nailed it. I didn't play the sound effect. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we just did. Moving on. You Yankee motherfucker. Get mean, Jake. We lost three baseball games this set. We don't do that a lot. Uh Uh-uh. It's not Eric Kratz. God, this is tough, Jim. I've got individual stats for these four games are weird, man. Yeah, a lot of the hitters had bad days. Um, I've got half a cop out, and I want you to check me on it and see if it's allowed. I have a full cop out. Okay, we might have the same cop out. The fan base. Ooh, okay. I was gonna go Booney. Go Booney. I'm going. Is that the, okay? I'm going the fan base. Okay. Jimmy reveals his. 
I'll go Booney. Uh, okay, a lot of the hitters didn't have great numbers. There's a lot of good pitching in this series. That's fine. Um, hey, you know, I, I know a lot gets handed down to Aaron Boone, and I'm, you know, Paxton today. I, I think there's an easy argument to make that we would have liked to get him out there with still the lead. Incredible performance. Um, Garrett Cole, you got to make tough decisions as a manager. Again, I'm not saying I would have taken Cole out. I probably would have left him in there because he's one of the best pitchers in baseball and Mm -hmm. he wanted to be out there. But the decision ends up backfiring, and it was clearly a discussion. Um, And this – so, no, I'm not even going to say the next words because people would run at that. But if if I'm looking back, there's a couple – there's a couple tough ones. And so I'll I'll go there. Sorry. Wow. Wow. It's just because I have such high expectations for him. No, I think, you know, there's a couple of tough decisions there. They're tough. Sometimes they don't go your way. Cool. Uh, as you know, I'm going Yankees fans. Yes. Even tougher. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, oh, not to be able to listen. Right, right, right. It's uh, basically... It's kind of not. It's absolutely not. It's not our audience. No. No, it's just... I mean, I, I tweeted out like, wow, Paxton looks really good. And a vast majority of the responses were, well, the Rays suck. Yeah. So, like, you can't – we're not even allowed to celebrate good things A right World now. Series favorite. Uh, First-place team going through a tough stretch. They're out of it now. Um, just too much for me, man. I just – Yeah. I, you know, we didn't get baseball. We're in this funky season. Yanks want to go 8-1. and one. They level out a little bit. Yeah. Some good things happened. Like, I, there's tangible – and that's what the guy in our chat kept saying. There's tangible mm-hmm. worries. Yes. Sure. There are some tangible worries. Paxton Always. needs to get there. But, like, you couldn't even say anything positive. Yeah. You just get killed with negativity. Yeah. Killed with it. So, it was, uh, it was frustrating. Frustrating to try and have conversations with people about the team. It wasn't fun. Yeah, it really, it really was frustrating, and that's one of our favorite things to do. I have love the conversations. having conversations with people about the Yankees on social platforms I, across the board. Hell, I'm you know Sunday night. I, I might even tweet it out. Does any anyone want to chat? Uh, we'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling later. No promises. Yeah, man, it sucks. And uh, you know, anytime anything goes wrong between uh, anything pitching and catching, it's you know Gary Sanchez stinks. Gary looks. Gary look, Gary looks bad. Uh, this series. Here's here's one thing we admittedly don't know. Well, two things actually. The cross ups, we're not really sure. We stop putting him on his knees for Britain. It's not going to work. Uh, the, so and we, that was the other thing. We did it with Katie Sharp. His yeah. his pitch framing has been better. It looks juvenile and bad, but the results have been there. And they they hired a new catching coach specifically to do this with Gary. Yeah. With Britain Sinker, even if he throws it exactly where he wants it to throw it, Gary's going to have trouble in that position. So yeah. like, I don't know if with Britain, you can have Gary on a knee. It just doesn't seem like it's ever going to work out. No. It, and whatever the sequence and the pit, the, there's too many cross-ups right now. I don't know yeah. whose fault that's on. Gary kind of scolded Britain on yeah. that one. Gary gave Britain the eyes, so like, we'd like to think that one was on me, dude? Um, and then, you know, with all the strikeouts, Gary could easily be a motherfucker, but we've kind of done that a lot already. Yeah. And, hey, we we so get it. We want Gary to hit. <laughs> um but, yeah, if you get mad about him and everything, and that was probably my favorite tweet I saw today was someone was like, hey, Paxton's pitching well. Has anyone given Gary credit? No. I mean, he's Gary has basically turned into a pitching coach or an umpire. Like Manager. We, we only 
We only want to notice him if he does something terrible. Uh, but he's bad. Hitting wise, kind of was really close to a home run today. That would have been really nice. That would have been awesome if didn't. that hit the pole. Um, so yeah, Jim, it's kind of fair. It's not our fans, but be be a little better, Yankee fans. You know, no, but for three years I like just loved talking with people about the Yankees, oh, yeah. and like it's impossible right now. This I think this season's turned up for a lot of people, and it's currently turned down for you too, which yeah. is part of the. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if 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 second place was that one game wild card, I would be. Oh yeah, I would be, but it's not. It's not. Oh yeah. All right. Next up, regular old awards. Regular old awards, Jim. What you got? I'm going with. I'm going with the Rush Hour Two Award. <sighs> this one's always interesting. It's a big one. Near and dear to my heart. Is this going to Luke Voigt? So close. <laughs> I am not giving Luke Voigt a word because it'll just turn into me yelling about how slow he is. I can't, man. Who's getting no. the Rush Hour 2 award? The Rush Hour 2 award goes to Jonathan Holder. I had him pegged for an award as well. I, uh, I got a lot of shit last year, and deservedly so. Um for diving deep into the Johnny Holder train. Uh, I said, you know, if he was on a terrible team, I think he could be closing out games. Again, I meant that in the deepest of cuts. Like if he went to the Royals or the Orioles, I think they'd maybe give him a chance back there. John Holder was very bad last year. Johnny Holder's been good this year, man. I think uh, the ERA is at zero, which is good. We like that. 6.2 6.2 innings pitched on the season. 6.2 innings pitched. So it's, you know, it was a small sample. Again, he he doesn't look, you know, we're not walking away with that Dellen Batanzas feeling where it's like, holy smokes, big that's double, wiffle ball. Big double play today helped him out. Gets a big double play with Gio. Um, he came in um, after the Paxton situation and finished that inning, which if that went on longer, that would have felt really bad. But, uh, yeah, man, he, he looks out in the bigger thing, and I'll kick it to you on this, Jim, because you've, you've been noting it. Um, the stuff looks better. I am going to the websites right now because I want to see if the movement has increased. I saw one of the Baseball Nerdy accounts tweeting that Johnny Holder needs love, and I was like, whoa, are we getting good numbers? Because I've gotten away from looking at his numbers because <laughs> they've gotten me in trouble in the past. So last year his slider broke on average 4.9 inches. Oh, been there. And now his slider is breaking 7.5 cuz he threw it That's a couple good. times today and it was like sweeping. Yeah, it was I like, never remember him having a big so- It was so far out of the zone it wasn't good, but it had good shape. So he almost doubled his slider break. And that's been his third best pitch so far. His changeup is now I don't know how to read these stats. Okay. The vertical movement was negative one inch, so no break. Down. Down? No break. What does that mean, down? Maybe everything's down. Because it says average inches. So is it one inch? It says negative 0.1 was last year. His changeup? Yeah. What is it now? That's not, what is it now? Good ne- question. Negative 1.2. Okay. And it's dropping. That's vertical break. Does it have horizontal? Yeah. 
horizontal. It's one. I don't know how to read this. Okay. It's one. We'll have to fine. get we'll have to get Katie's stats on this. I assume the negative means down. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, well, the slider didn't because it down, can't not so move. That doesn't make sense at all. It That's can't inches. not move. I think they're saying his changeup before was just kind of a slower fastball, which adds up to the eye test, in my opinion. A little bit. Um, so yeah, either way, Holder looks solid. He looks usable. If we were doing a bullpen rankings, I think he'd, you know, kind of sneak up as of now. Keep doing it, man. And more importantly, like, be a guy that if we're up three runs in. The fifth inning and we need a clean fifth If you can give us that That'd be huge um, And I, we're starting to get that feeling back So Johnny Holder, my guy My guy Jake's guy Alright, okay. my first award Is the Abraham Lincoln Award Oh, Honest Abe Yes Honest Abe Who do you think is getting it? Um I'm not sure. I I don't know the Lincoln connection. I know you you've been on a big talkie kick, and he probably deserves an award. So I'll guess Talkman. No, Michael okay. King. King or wow, okay. King's post game press conferences are the most honest I've ever heard a player ever be, and it's half bizarre, half cool, half I'm like, dude, you don't need to do this. Right. They asked him what happened out there, and he said, "Well, I thought I had the strikeout." To get out of the inning And after that I kind of lost my composure And just couldn't throw strikes anymore Because I took myself out of the mindset And the zone And then I just walked the next two guys And I was like man like I know that's what happened Yeah And it's cool that you admit it But also like I don't know if you should, I don't know right. I've just never seen a player sure. Be that honest in his post game right. Like to be honest with you I thought I had strike three So I was mentally thought the inning was over and then I was upset with the umpire, and I couldn't come back from it. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> there you go. Like, That's it. No, not very Lance Lynn. No. <laughs> not very Lance Lynn. He also, like, told everyone his exact strategy, which was cool. I tweeted yeah. that out on the, when he uses two-seamer versus four-seamer and stuff. So, I don't know. It's, not, it's like a weird award. It's just a talking uh, – the awards are talking points I want to bring up. And I, I think, like, it's a bummer because he started the game off with two walks, and he got out of that inning – only giving up one run, is that correct? Yeah, I think it was base, base sec- is hooked. He the second in and the third inning he got looks hot. great. Really good. And you're not expecting to give you four. And if that pitch is called a strike yeah. and not a ball, we are giving him a huge award yeah. and saying let him take over the rotation. Like if that pitch is called a strike, he just gave us four innings of one run ball and looked great. But things fell apart at the end, so we're yeah. not having that conversation. But if that ump gave him the call... You know, it's like that's the weird world of baseball. Um, if if he got that call, man, we'd be yeah, we'd be like put him in. And I was start I, him. I was ready to eat some crow because I I I'm I was kind of over my king and to a degree. I mean, it just depends what you're expecting. And he he got hot. I think he had like eight in a row or something like that. He 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 really got going. Uh, for me, you know, that fastball is really nice. And a good fastball, you can have a major league career with that, and it moves. Um, you know, I want to see a little more from the other stuff, and that'll come with time. I think it's it's just funny that he very, in the nicest way, he looks like a rookie. And that's fine. We just don't get a ton of that in Yankee land. Like, again, like what you're saying. I mean, an inch away or a, <laughs> an umpire spasm away from having a great day, and that's uh, 
That's baseball a little bit. So okay, the Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln Award. Uh, breaking news, and, I'm, and we're running beep, late, beep, but beep, the Indians just sent Zach Plesac home for violating health and safety protocols. He went out with friends in Chicago, and his own teammates were like, they like, you know, they cut him. Remember the Titan style? They didn't cut. No, they, yeah. they sent okay. him home for like seventy-two hours. But <laughs> That's they, I was asking for the news. So no, no, they didn't cut him. Though, but like, just they were. Yeah. Teams are taking this serious. They don't want what happened to the Cardinals and Marlins. Dude. So Yankees. This fa- Cardinals series also got canned. Yeah. Like fifteen minutes ago. Which one? Cardinals. Cardinals. They're they're starting to hit a weird territory, man. They're running out of days. Yeah, but I mean, hey, Yankees players. Yeah. I hope that we don't do this. Well, I think, and that's probably, you know, the Yankees are a veteran clubhouse that probably had that full-on talk. Like, you know, don't, don't. It's not an option for this year where the Indians probably didn't, but good for them. Good for them. Um, Because, yeah, the Cardinals, if you haven't been following, they haven't played for a little over a week now. Their next series just got canceled, and we, the Yankees hit the quarter pole of their season, and the Cardinals have played five games, something like that, so... You know they haven't played since July 29th. They've played five total games. And like, what do they look like when they come back? And you know, that's a that's a team with a good baseball history, and Man, their season could be out. Just quotes Clevenger was like, "Hey, we're not going to run to daddy and tell MLB to suspend you. We're gonna we're gonna kick yeah. you off as your teammates. Like, we need to be able to trust you." And this is about a damn. That's a it's a tough look for Plesac. And you can hear more on Talking Baseball about Clevenger taking a leadership role, John Boy on the Momentum channel. Yes, 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 yes. Add Clev. Love your Clevenger impression. <laughs> kind of gets me going. <laughs> That's how he docks, man. I know. Okay. You're up. Let's see. Tyro was active for the second game. Please technically. act pitching so good. It's really good. He. I don't know if the Yankees would have given him the boot. <laughs> Maybe a couple rapid tests and a stern talking to. 21 innings pitched with a one two ninety ERA for them That's so far. crazy. Wow. Um, my second award is the Andy Bernard Award. Oh. Andy Bernard. Wow. Award. Yeah. Andy Bernard. Nardo. Angela, it's pretty easy. Just look at what I'm doing and tell somebody. Yeah. That's my... Got BBD. It's one of my favorite quotes in TV history. Good one. <laughs> what? What's wrong? What do you want me to do, Andy? <laughs> Angela, it's pretty simple. <laughs> it's floating yeah. down the river in the sumo suit. For yeah. For those that don't know. It's good. Uh, what's, uh, what's the Andy Bernard? Andy word? Bernard's actually... I love, I love him in the office. They um, ruined him in the later seasons. It, towards the end, I don't even almost count some of those seasons. But, yeah, he's got some good parts. And I think it's a lot of internal reflection. Guy who sings a lot is annoying. Yuppie, Connecticut. Anyways. They sent, They sent. Uh, is this an anger management award? No, no, no. Okay. No. Uh, I'm giving it because Andy Bernard, uh, before the Halper wedding, I believe he tries to do a split and he, he rips his scrotum. Yeah, Pam has to take him to the hospital. Uh, it's on splits, Jim, and the award goes to Luke Voigt, and that was a little throw-off because I said I wasn't going to give Luke Voigt an award. Wow, you threw us off. Still slow as hell. Um, hit the ball in the gap today. I thought he was going to have a chance. No. I think you got a 
change your because I thought there was zero zero chance that he was gonna score on that. From you first. missed the start of that double though. It was like a slow double. It was like definitely dropping. It took a lot of hops. It split the outfield. It could be a grounder down the line in the corner. I don't have Voight score. Like my expectations are that he will never. Like you got to right. I just every time. Um, like I I had forty scoring on that. Anyways. I saw some something going around the Yankees universe about voice splits, and um, it starts in late last season, and you just have to be careful about that. Luke Voigt was very hurt. He was not the same player. Jim, Voigt stats this series, he goes 3 for 10. He's got the walk, so 300, 364 on base. I mean, Luke Voigt, he's still doing it. He's been a threat. Um, he's been contributing all season. Um 535 slugging. The on-base is a little low, but I, I expect that to catch up. 256 batting average. And uh, Ford's going to start playing, which is going to have a lot of people talking, especially if Mike Ford takes off. Voight is also going to be playing a lot. And uh, just know that still Luke Voigt is a bigger part of this team than Ford. Um, interested to see what Ford does, if he does make it more a battle. But, I mean, Luke Voigt, he, he's done it. He's a threat in the middle of the lineup. I kind of like him in that five hole, the rotating five. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just funny. looking, Going back and looking out at the stat lines from the series, the only other good stat line was LeMahieu, who just is DJ LeMahieu. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, Voigt, again, he just kind of almost flies under the radar a little bit and just has another Luke Voigt series. Should have had a nice hit as well. Should have had a lot of hits. Mm. Squaring up the ball Squaring it up Barreling it Hair looks weird A little bit A little bit You're not wrong You're not wrong But uh I mean he should be An everyday player now With a DH available right Right Yeah Interesting Yeah So the Andy Bernard award Andy Bernard award Splits Splits Be careful with them I, I love butter knifing With the best of them Be careful of the splits Okay. I am giving the Spiritual Journey Award. Oh, I almost gave out a similar... Or no, I had something in my burns that I went into spiritual stuff. It was for Paxton. So, it's probably not that. Who is it? Well, um, I don't know if you know that the number 400 symbolizes going on a spiritual journey, ending and beginning a phase or a cycle Mm. in your life. It also symbolizes patience, determination, pragmatism, um... The universal energy, wholeness, oneness, yeah. endings and new beginnings, tradition, and building foundations for the future. The guy who you're giving this award to actually told me about this. Yes, yeah. in depth. Um, if you want to know more about what the number 400 means, you can go to angelnumber.org slash 400. Yeah, add. And uh, that'll get you there. Add. And it's DJ LeMahieu. Yeah. He's taking us all on a spiritual journey. Yeah. I mean... Let's make it scary. Ending... And beginning a phase, ending his two years with the Yankees, beginning his next four years with the Yankees. Yeah. Um, Probably going to hit for the cycle at one point. Always. Patience. Dude never rushes to speak. We'll take some pitches. Can't play with him. Determination. Yeah. Almost the most determined guy out there. He said it was, you know, unacceptable. Yeah. We need to be held accountable. Pragmatism. What's that word? Pragmatism? Yeah. That's the next word in the definition of the meaning of the number 400. Um, A philosophical tradition that began in the United States. Okay. Um, Being pragmatic, I guess. Just practical. 
I would guess. He's very practical, super pragmatic guy. And uh, wholeness, oneness. So you get it. DJ LeMahieu. Wholeness, oneness, I get it. DJ LeMahieu. In this series, DJ LeMahieu had a 313 batting average, a 389 on base percentage, five hits in the four games. He's very good. He's got a 400 batting average on the season so far. Did he have a hit in every game? Um, every game. Yes. Let's see, yeah, two, he did. He had a hit yeah. in the first three, and he had two in the last one. So, I mean. Yeah. He's silly, man. Don't uh, don't forget that he's really good. It's It's seemingly impossible how easily he flicks fastballs to right field for a single. It's kind of all he was trying to do. He would have had seven hits this series if G-Man Choi... Was born without hands? Yes. But still got to be a first baseman? I, I think G-Man would have made one place without hands. Okay. Just body and a kick. Body and a kick. Head body, head body, head body. Okay. I haven't talked about that enough on here. LeMay, who's awesome. Uh, keep an eye on the fielding. He just wasn't smooth on a couple plays this series. There's that weird double play pump fake. There's a couple... <laughs> The first Paxton hit? Like, Paxton would have had a no-hitter. <laughs> Perfect game. Yeah. So, that's pretty nutty. Um, so, yeah. DJ's insane. Uh, Jim, you got me into some on-base percentages because I was wondering if there was a chance you were going Hicksy because Hicks's on-base percentage goes up to 388 after today. Um, kind of insane how he gets ignored sometimes. Uh, Stanton had a crazy on base that will be missed. Gio Urshela currently getting on base at a three ninety three clip, so three ninety three. He's unbelievable. Did he have a bad game? Did he have a bad last? Over four today. Okay, because before that it was four fifty three. Yeah, if you go on ESPN, it has the updated stats at the end of the game. That's crazy. Yeah. So, a couple guys who could have been talked about: tough ball off Urshela in that uh, that other game. Dude, Stan was playing so well. Yeah, he was. He really was. We we're gonna miss him a little bit. Stan was had a four. Stan had a four fifty three on base percentage with a five eighty five slugging, three doubles and three home runs. He was playing so good. I hope he's back soon. I know we. I think that if people want to say, "Hey, be ready for him not to come back soon," because of history, they can. I hope he's back soon. Um. Hope in like three weeks, but we'll see. We'll see. You can't predict. Um, I just hope it's not three days before the playoffs again. Yeah, that would be tough. Um, what else do we have, Jim? Who do we talk about? We didn't talk about Judge a lot. He hit a big home run. Still doing pretty good. Shella's double was really cool. Dude, weren't, like, I gave the MFR to Yankee fans. And I saw BBD. Did I not see Yankees fans saying Judge was slumping? I don't immediately recall that, but I believe it. I think after game one, mm. uh, I saw that because he was 167 his last four games. And then he had three hits in, in the game one of the doubleheader. But I, I, I think I did see that. Slugging 717. Uh, what else keeps Zach Britton regular? Uh, Avalon has his first pretty meh performance. Uh, walk day, Albert Abreu makes his debut. Kind of really cool fastball. Pretty young. Let's uh, doesn't seem to be in this year's game plan, but 
Congrats on getting to the big kid. Did we say anything about Talkman? You're running pretty hot on Talkman. Talkman looks good. He's gonna Get be in the ro- bats. Yeah, he's gonna be in the rotation that you talked about. Like yeah, he's gonna be out there. And and I mean, man, I think they'll they'll start giving Judge DH days to play those guys in the outfield. Um, Mike Talkman is a very big part of this team. Yeah, now that Judge can DH and it's not clogged up by Stan, you're gonna see Hicks guardy Talkman a lot with Judge DHing. Look for. Baby Glaby started coming around, hit hit some nice singles on some tough pitches. A lot of people were calling for a stepping stone award for Glaber. Yeah. And uh I think it would would have been warranted, but I didn't give it to him. Talkman's hitting three ten with a three fifty five on base percentage in thirty one plate appearances. So I think that's uh that's kinda it. Chad Green gives up his first run, but he still looks crazy good. Can I find Talkman's splits real quick and game started? Surely. So we take away those at-bats he got at the end of games where he didn't start. Eric Kratz show was fun. Always is. Because uh, I think Talkman's when you take away his pinch hitting, I think it's even crazier. Right. Yes. Okay. So as a starter, Talkman has a 346 batting average, an 832 OPS, a 370 on base percentage. Um, he's, uh, he's 0 for 3 in his pinch hit appearances. Which drops everything down a little bit. When he's out there, he's playing, dude. He's got... Doesn't he have four steals? Uh, he's got four stolen bases. Four swipes, no caught steals In 11 games. So, yeah. Keep it going, Taki. Any chance the Yanks start sending Kratz out for Britain? I don't think Kratz is a defensive whiz. No. No. I, uh, I, I will say this. I mean, you know, we obviously love Gary and know that... Gary will be the best option at catcher for this season and probably a lot of future seasons. I mean, it is getting tough. Um, let's see. After today. The numbers are hard. Yeah, I mean, he's hitting 103. He gets a hit today, so that brought it up to 103. You know, it's it's starting to get to go time. We're going to see the Sox again this weekend. Their pitching stinks. We uh, start getting it on the board, Care. Yeah. I think that ends the show here today. Thank so. you guys very much for tuning in. What do we got? We got uh, voicemails tomorrow. Call in. Leave some voicemails. Voicemails tomorrow. Call in. Sharp stats. Sharp stats. Some topics. Two. I'm interested in Holder's pitching mix. Yeah. Two, two game series. So you'll be hearing from us on Wednesday. And at, we'll be live on Wednesday for game two. Yep. At the end of the Brave series. And then uh, on to the Sox. Anything else, BBD? Not talking Yanks, but some exciting interviews on talking baseball. This yeah, week. we uh, should we let them know. Um, this comes out Monday. This comes so out it'll Monday. Be the next day. The yeah, patrons in the chat. Let everyone know on talking Yanks. We Let's have on Tuesday, so tomorrow for most people listening on the apps, on talking baseball, we have Rob Lowe. and his son Matt and his son Matthew uh, on the podcast. Dodger, we talk some Dodgers. Literally not to promote anything. Yeah. Just because they're huge baseball fans, huge Dodgers fans. It blows Rob's mind that the Astros kind of got away with things, so yeah. he's been on a Screw the Astros tour. So uh, very cool. Uh, Rob Easily and Matt. the most famous person we've had come on a podcast. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he's, he's everything you want him to be, and he's a genuine baseball fan, so that was really cool. And then later in the week with Talking Baseball, we interview – Mark Adonazio, uh, owner of the Brewers. Um, so 
you know, I, I think that yeah, might not sound as sexy as Rob Lowe, but when you actually think about it, I mean, it's, it's one of 30 My people. dad said to me, so that's kind of like getting Steinbrenner. Ooh, that's a hell of a spin. Because <laughs> he's an owner. It's true. Imagine. It's very true, yeah. Um, no, owners, owners don't really... Don't really do that stuff. So, I mean, it's not like it wasn't hard hitting. We didn't corner them and talk negotiations and stuff, but it's still a pretty unique perspective to hear. So, well, since Talking Yanks was our flagship show, I bet there's some people listening that have been listening for since the audio quality wasn't real mics. And uh, probably I know a lot of you enjoy the journey. So, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Thank you guys. We appreciate it as always. I think we're going to get behind the scenes Bill to send out some jerseys this week. Uh, yeah, Katie. I mean, we we have to announce the winners on the show, and then they okay. have to prove that it was them who left the review and then all that. So thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Go Yanks. Homestand coming up. And, Jim, I, I actually got something that will excite you. What's that? So the Rays didn't, like, dominate this series, and Yanks kind of slapped it up a little. I don't think the Rays are good. Oh, hey, sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. I'm not, I'm not more scared of the Rays because of what happened this weekend. Right. No, no. And I wasn't saying that either. I still think... The Rays are a good baseball team, and I think this I think, yes, this I think. might energize them a little bit and get their season going. I will say this. I think when the Rays come back to the stadium, and this happened last year, I think the Yankees do like to remind the Rays that they got a little more in the chamber. Yep. So I, I think look look out for that when the Rays come to Yankee Stadium. I wouldn't be surprised. It looked like there was some words exchanged with uh, Paxton. They were throwing up and in. That got discussed. So uh, ne- next, next Rays at Yanks. Don't be surprised if older brother, <laughs> you know, doesn't doesn't spot them a couple points. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys very much. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.